0: Are you looking for a way to grow your B2B business or software company? Well, how about learning some of the best tips for content marketing, connecting with potential partners and pitching your business? Well, if that's you and it sounds great, I invite you to join us on our upcoming B2B content marketing Q&A and speed dating podcast party. This is a live Zoom call for our community members and listeners to our podcast that can come along and you'll get to interact learn something new and then also have a chance to get expert advice and make valuable connections all right the session will be recorded and uh, published on our authentic influence podcast all right so register now and join us live on zoom the next event is coming up in a few weeks time just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party to register. There's only 15 spots. So if you want to jump in, uh, go ahead and do that today. Hope to see you there real soon.
1: Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony chance the show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now, over to Anthony.
0: Hey, hey, welcome to Authentic Influence. This is Anthony Chancermove and uh, we're doing a special episode uh this time around we're doing a live coaching call uh and uh, the topic well we'll get to the topic in a moment but um i have an impression it has something to do with pricing and how to sell uh your service so if that's something that you're wanting some help with this conversation uh would give you some insight so i'm going to introduce my guest um someone who's bravely volunteered to to jump on here and, and share a bit about her business um, so we're talking today with Erica Bates, who is, uh, can be found on talk virtual.com. Um, uh, Erica helps busy event producers who want to host attention, grabbing virtual summits, uh, and make money while creating great content, um, that they can repurpose. Um, and she's a virtual summit strategist and I'll let her explain what that all means. So let's bring Erica on, uh, let's go. Hey, welcome to the show, Erica.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, you've been on before as uh, you've joined our previous podcast party. So for those who listen to that episode, they would have heard you on there briefly. Um, but let's dig into your uh, business uh, and, and talk about, OK, well, let's start with the title. So what is a virtual summit strategist?
1: So I help you with your strategies as far as um, how you want your tickets to be set up. How do you want your um, event to go? What kind of... Um, Yeah,
0: what what kind of event model do you want to um, pursue? All right. And so, and I mentioned in in the intro that you help busy event producers who want to host uh, virtual summits, okay, and and they want to make money from those, they want to increase their impact, uh, all sorts of things. Um, So what are, I guess, what are the the challenges that that a client would be facing um, that would want them to reach out to you?
1: Well, I talked to a guy on my show uh, just last Thursday, and he says you can't make money hosting events. I was like, wow, because he totally hurt my feelings because that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've heard um, that uh, producing events can be a daunting task, and they don't want to learn new tech. And um, speaker wrangling is the worst. I've heard all of that. But it, it doesn't have to be so bad. Automation can be your friend. Um, I have been told that automation is my friend, and they don't want to learn it. But I can I can set that
0: up. <laughs> okay, cool. So I, I wanted to get to that, and I'm glad you brought that up because there is. Um, so let's let's let, we'll come back to that we just said there about automation being your friend and not so much their friend, it's particularly if they're tech challenged. Um, saying hey, go learn some tools uh, could be a, a block for for a lot of people, right? So. Um, whereas people like you and I were like, oh, let's give me all the tools. And then we'll, we'll invest hours in, in learning these things. Um, but I know there's a, there's a world of people out there who really don't want to go and do that. Um, and, and they have other priorities, which, which is fair, right? So let's, um and I wonder if they're even the right people to be talking to you. So we'll come back to that. But um, let's start with just your, your business goal. All right. So uh, I want you to walk away from this conversation with something that's useful for, your, for, for you and your business, um, something we're going to definitely have an action step. So, you know, it's not just let's talk for 30 minutes and, and, and feel good. Um, it, it has to be okay. There's something you're going to implement and I'm going to keep you accountable to that um, in the next 30 days. So let's start with What's your 90-day business goal? What would you like to be different about your business? Um, you know, what's the biggest priority for you over the next 90 days?
1: Well, right now I'm setting up a, an event for myself. Uh, I've always host or helped others host their own events, so now I'm I'm doing it for myself. Uh, beyond the show, beyond the uh, mastermind, um, those for me are many events, but this is going to be like a two-day event. So I'm trying to do things to build up to that event in September.
0: What's the, what would make that event a win for you? What's the measure of success?
1: So um, I get the speakers I want. Um, they uh, give the okay to give the training to um, other event producers. Um, I get, uh, let's see, 500 to 1,000 event producers to show up, take the training, and um, pay the ticket price and um, hopefully uh, join the mastermind.
0: Okay, so there's a couple of things here. All right, how much are you pricing the event at, or are you still, or, or give me a range if you don't know the actual amount?
1: I am not sure, but um, I was told to price it at $1,497, and I am not sure about that.
0: Okay, um, and then your mastermind, where, what does that start at?
1: 10,000.
0: 10, okay, okay. Um, There's two things we're going to talk about here. One is for the 1497. what do they get?
1: So um, they get to join the event for two days. And um, have you heard of the profit pyramid or the uh, value ladder? Yes. Okay. So, break, it down then- off,
0: yeah. so break, break down how that looks like, how you're envisioning that that, that pyramid or that, that ladder. What does it look like?
1: So... Um, We're going to start at the base and we're going to talk. We have speakers for each part of the pyramid and um, to help you up level your event business. We're going to uh, introduce you to uh, these speakers who are going to train you in these um, categories. Let's say um, one of the speakers is going to teach you about uh, lead magnets. So um, what's the best converting lead magnet? How often do you uh, put out your lead magnet? Um, Where are you putting your lead magnet? Um, if it's not converting, is it you? Is it the lead magnet, or if you're not putting it out enough, stuff like that? And then we'll go up from there.
0: So, then if they wanted to, so that that in the actual two day event, do they get that training, or are you saying they get? Um, so so what's the next step on the ladder?
1: So, um, we have um, other um, speakers about um, your goals for your uh event business how do your goals fit into your sales funnels um when is it time to hire um and um what positions do you need to hire for right now uh let's see i have six speakers and it's um three per, uh yeah three per day so i'm trying to uh, figure out uh which one of oh um let's see uh when is it time to uh, partner or how do you find your partners and who makes a good partner for
0: okay. your, for your business? Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you have different, um, let's say categories or, or pathways within the event. So depending on what the, the, the the event manager or the event producer is wanting, they can join, you know, whatever. And then I guess the 1497, they would get recording of the entire summit. Um, so they can yes. view that at any time. Um so you're basically selling, to me, that sounds like a digital product, right? So that becomes um, a training product, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, um, so there's a couple of uh, things that come to my mind with this. Um, one is going to be, okay, are there any events already on the market that do something similar at that price point or higher uh, that you know event producers are paying for right now?
1: I have seen events where there is one trainer and um, one topic and they go all day. um, And it's a little more. I've seen those for um, uh, close to 2000.
0: Okay. Do you know, do you have any clients or people in your network who have actually paid for those events? Yes. You have. Okay. Um, Have you had conversations with them to understand why they, they they invested that money and what was their takeaway what, what um i guess is just understanding doing some research around it um and, and understanding what they didn't like about the event that that would have made it more valuable for them
1: okay so um what i've heard was it was a good event they didn't say much about the event but it was uh, around a product and how to use the product uh what they didn't like is that the product wasn't finished yet
0: okay Okay, so it sounds to me, yes, yeah, like some kind of uh, product-related event, which is different mm-hmm. to what you're offering because your your more yours yours is more around knowledge uh, and, and practical um, uh, uh, steps, you know, to, to to address certain challenges. Okay, um, I almost wonder uh, now. This is very different to like I'm looking at your website, uh, and I wanted to come back to like your business goal. Okay, so from here, it sounds like the goal of this event um is to sell when you say 500 so you're looking at selling 500 seats at 14.97 uh, and I know the pricing is still to be uh confirmed right so if we were to calculate that right fourteen ninety seven and 500 now we're looking at uh 748 thousand dollars from one event would be the, the 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 um so let's say that's that's your revenue from this um 748 <laughs> there are 748k right I'm not going to give the full number here but but that would be the target revenue from that two day event but to for you to deliver that it doesn't take you two days it's how long you know, there's sort a of planning and execution does, does it actually take uh, to get all the partners to get all uh, set up a ticketing system all those things um and all, or certainly deliver the product so how, so how much time would that take you to to make that happen?
1: So it doesn't take long since I already know how to use the programs. I'm using Book Like a Boss to yeah. uh, gather my speakers, but um, I actually gathered my speakers before I set that up. But I do okay. want this to be reoccurring, so every three months. So I'll have it set up for the uh, the next, uh, the next time, uh, December uh, 29th and 30th. So. Okay. Um,
0: right. Yeah. Um, and but let's let's not disregard everything you've invested in terms of learning all these skills, right How long has it taken you to get to this point to actually learn everything about virtual summits, getting speakers, you know putting on an event, delivering the product, all of that stuff? like how long has it taken you to get to this point
1: um so when I first got started, I was told, no, I, I couldn't host events at all. They didn't want me to uh, rent their venue. I couldn't rent a space. Any idea I had, it was good enough for them, but they didn't need me to do it. So that's how I got to be online. Um, I found Hey Summit through AppSumo. They had a boot camp and um, I, that's how I learned how to use that platform. And that's also how I learned how to uh, host events. I hosted my first event uh, through them and uh, hosting my own show, I talk to event producers once a week and they tell me how they uh, host their events. So it's, yeah. it's been about a little over a year now.
0: Okay, cool. Um, and to date, how much have you sold in terms of your service? Because I know you offer a service um, which is on your site uh, here. So you have, I think there's three different packages, so Virtual Summit packages um, and... and How often are you like, how much revenue are you bringing in the business on a monthly basis?
1: (coughs) Not that much.
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. What's the goal? Like, What's the target? I mean, I can see, okay, if you were to pull this off and you were able to bring in 748k, that's amazing, right, from one event. I mean, um, that's a lot more than a lot of small businesses are doing. Like, there's different um, milestones typically for startup businesses, right? and not to say and certainly there are people who are doing that kind of revenue which is awesome um my question is we're going from not much per month to a big jump in 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 sales right um I, i almost feel like there could be an intermediate step to get there right like it's um as someone who's been in business for over seven years to go from zero to 100k um, is typically the first milestone, right? And that's that's annually, right? I'm not talking about per month or per event. I'm talking about annually. Um, now, of course, this is all, all dependent upon your audience and, and how much you know um, money they've got to invest, uh, these sort of things. If you're working with event producers that work in corporations uh, and, and sort of medium-sized businesses and they've got budgets to, to, you know, for them, it's like, oh, it's typical to pay $2,000 for an event, right? Like for them, that's not an issue, right? Um, and if they're the type of people you're talking to on a weekly basis on your your show that's awesome so so you're already building that audience right um and so the the key has to be then you know (laughs) um is this event going to to deliver help them solve a particular challenge that they've got Uh, and, and i almost feel one way you could go about this is really going back to all the guests you've had on your show right and say i'm you know do something like i'm thinking about hosting a a two-day event um in this timeline right um and what would be you know the top one or three things that you would want challenges that you're currently going through that you would want solved right or even what's the biggest challenge you've got right now around these events that you're doing um that you want help with okay and we'll make sure that that this event addresses that right um, mm-hmm. So, I assume you would have done done that to some degree to to, to arrive yeah. at these are the different pathways. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome, all right. So,
1: so you know, um, I love AppSumo. Uh, yeah. In AppSumo, I got a group converter, and you're allowed to put in your Facebook group um, questions that you want answered. And one mm. of those questions were, uh, "What are the problems you're having with hosting your events?" So I have a list. Okay. And it all—it all, for me, it fits into that profit pyramid.
0: Okay. And so I what are the top three? What are the top three challenges? Are they the ones you spoke about earlier? Yes. Okay. Um, of those, of those three, how are people trying to address those challenges currently?
1: Um, the people say that it's a daunting task. They want somebody else to do it. Yeah. And for a while, I have tried to spend time telling them that automation is a great thing and that everybody should have it. And they just say they don't want to learn a new tool. So,
0: okay. um, yeah. So let's let's make some some notes as, as we're going through this, right? So there's people who uh, describe the challenge and they struggle with tools or tech, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that prevents them from cr- hosting events is that what the issue is what, why is that a problem for them
1: it, that's that's what a, a few of them have told me um, another um, said that um, yeah that you don't make money from events and I don't think that's true at all so there there is there is ways even if you're having a free event and you're just using affiliate links
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> Okay, that, so that's, that's another problem. So we've got struggling with tech, don't make money from events, and there was a third. What was the third one?
1: No, it's escaping me.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay.
1: okay. I wish my desktop was working so I can pull it up.
0: So if they're event producers, I mean, if that's if that's their role, uh-huh. they must be putting on events. I mean, that's their job. Like that, that's that's something that is. So so, why would struggling with tech stop them because then they'd be out of the job. So I'm trying to understand what's the real issue. So uh,
1: when I first started um, this whole uh, talk virtual thing, I was talking Mm to uh, business coaches and I was talking to event planners. And uh, my husband pointed out to me that anybody can be anything on the internet you can just call yourself whatever and most of those people did not know uh, what automation was they didn't know what i was talking about when i said event platforms they didn't know what i was talking about when i said event wrappers no clue because they didn't do this every day
0: okay so let's go you know event so event producers you mentioned a couple things here so you're talking about business coaches you're talking about who who else are these event producers what are they typical titles
1: what are the uh, different components of um event producers
0: well who when you say uh, i want to understand when you say event producer are you talking about like someone who works say uh at a, at, a, at a company and they're running events for their company like a software company or are you talking about uh like a business coach who you know doesn't have a team really it could be a one person operation or it could be maybe they have some some you know a, a va and they've got some some other people supporting them um what size of of yeah just give me a, a sort of understanding of who's the ideal person to show up at your event and who can actually you can pay something you know like 14.97 um invest that uh, to 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 join the event right so so what's Yeah, I'm trying to understand who's your ideal buyer for your your services and for your summit.
1: So when I host my show, I do a lot of uh, tech talk and uh, walkthroughs. And the thought behind that was if people uh, think this is too hard, they would ask me for help. Uh, But it turns out I got a lot of um, messages from event producers, people who produce events for other people, telling me that they learn stuff and they know what I'm talking about. So um, that's why I thought I could host this workshop for them.
0: Yeah. So those people who are already producing events for other people, I would assume they already know that they're already using tools to do that. Yes. Right. So so them, they would not fall under the struggling with tech situation.
1: They're not, but they're kind of leaving stuff out. It's like um, I I talked to uh, someone uh, the other day who's been using Hey Summit since it came out. And she just found out that uh, there was a comment
0: button. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so let's go who, challenge, and then solution, right? Um, So they're an event producer. They're already producing events. So for those people who are already producing events, now you're saying they're leaving stuff out. Is that Mm -hmm. a a big concern for them? Like if they don't know about comment commenting things missing and these sort of things like what what are they more concerned about what's what's their biggest thing are they are they running their own businesses Erica or are they yes. working for other companies
1: so um, they're their own business and they hire their services out to other people and what I can tell you is um, like if you want comments on your um your um, event page that can be an upsell
0: hmm. So I almost found like if they're event producers, they run their to running their own business and they hire their services out. They're kind of mm-hmm. doing what you. I mean, they they almost I mean competitors to what you do. Like, it, they're, it's,
1: they're very. It's very similar. Yes.
0: Right. Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so, are they the ideal people for for what you provide as a service? Right. So. If you said to me that okay, you support business coaches in running virtual events, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you a few challenges business coaches have because being one myself, uh, time, right, um, money, uh, and maybe it, it's 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 network could be an issue if they don't have the right people in their network to, you know, whether it's speakers, whether it's attendees, right? So so maybe they don't have the audience, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and of course that, that's going to depend on the size of their business, right? If you're if they're in the first three years of the business, um, it's very different to someone who's been running for ten years and has you know is making two million dollars a year. Like it, it, it's a different type of business. So the stage of business is kind of is important as well, right? Um, now you mentioned that one of the challenges around this automation struggle with tech that could be a challenge with the business coach. I could see that going there, right? Um, that don't make money with events, that could be an issue for a business coach, right? Um, Mm -hmm. For the event producers, (laughs) I can see time being a challenge for them, right? Um, We've got the next event happening in in 60 days or it's scheduled to be in 60 days, or we wanna do an event once a month or once a quarter. um, And time could be an issue, team could be an issue. Maybe they don't have a large enough team. To get everything done because you know you know as, as you know i know there's a lot of different components to putting on an event um so uh then in their mind the challenge is not so much automation right so for them it's automation to me is, is a solution
1: mm-hmm. to a
0: problem right so if you came along and said okay well we could automate some of this stuff same with the business coaches right so th- so that could be <laughs> the, the the thing now that will then present the challenge which is well i'm not really good at tech okay um but that could be a, a challenge that could already be a challenge that's already pre- pre- present for that individual um i i yeah i I'd probably encourage you to dig further into who is ideal for your service and your membership right, in your mastermind. Um, what do you want the, the core product or service to be for your business, right? Um the
1: mastermind.
0: You want the mastermind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if that's a core product, right?
1: Yeah, for yeah. Uh, all of last year, I feel like, I'm not sure, but I feel like I put a lot of effort into trying to work with uh, business coaches and um, they did not understand me. And I think I had a hard time explaining what um, automation was. And yeah. when the long time you were on my show, you told me to make a video. And that's what I did. And it yeah. did open a lot of windows, a lot of doors for other people to understand what I was trying to say. Because all I could think of with when I'm explaining automation is you set this thing up once and mm. you let it go and it runs by itself. And it depends on uh, what you're using it for. It will run by itself. For me i love that about automation but nobody had a clue what i was talking about
0: <laughs> yeah because it's it's i think it's, it's too far removed from what they're trying to achieve like for them it, it's because you're, you're you're in it and you're doing it every day and you're playing with these tools so for you, you you've seen the advantage of um what automation can do right so mm-hmm. for me when i speak about say repurpose the the tool honey's tool um i don't go and say hey um go repurpose your content if I'm speaking to someone who's like a founder of a a, you know of a a professional service maybe they're an accountant maybe whatever may be um, and I say hey go repurpose your content using this thing called repurpose it makes no sense to them because it's so far removed from what they're looking at like for them their goal is how do I get more clients right um or how do I um put out content more consistently because I struggle with time and I don't like to write and I don't like to produce videos. Right. So, so these are, that's what that's in their language. Right. Then I would say, okay, well, have you heard of this concept called content repurposing? Right. And then I have to educate them. Right. So similar to you, there's a stage where you're going to have to educate people on what is automation. And that's probably a video. If you haven't already created that, that's probably one of your, your next videos to create is, you know, what is marketing automation or what is, what are automation tools and what do they do? or um, well, how can event managers or event producers uh, leverage automation to save time, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, that's really what they want, isn't it? it, it it's it's um, I need to save time and I need to get things done quicker, right? Um, so now let's come back to, I want to bring it back to the business level because that's where we want to operate here. Uh, <laughs> so you said to me, the core product is Mastermind, 10K investment, is that annually, is that per month? What's what's the, Annual. how does that work? Annual. Annual. Okay okay so that's good so then you could offer that as a monthly payment right um (laughs) which would work out to be less than less than a thousand dollars a month right um whatever
1: um, also those quarterly events if you're part of the mastermind you will get to go to those quarterly events for free
0: okay um this is good all right so
1: So um, once a month in the mastermind, we bring in speakers to do um, a talk, a training. Yeah, so it's it's also another mini event um, just with that uh, core group.
0: Yeah. And how many, um, ideally, how many members do you want in the first 90 days? What would be like a great starting point, right? How many members do you want to sort of kick off with? Twenty okay all right so and that will give you your 20 that's a 20k revenue per month um we're not talking about all your expenses because that's going to factor in to all of this right so you have to work out well, how much does it cost you time wise energy wise tools because you're paying for subscriptions these sort of things marketing right all these things have, have a cost to it um mm. but that's cool right so 20 members right <coughs> at one at 1k uh or 10k annual um Awesome. Uh, have you? So typically, with a, when 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 we're launching, like a mastermind group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the promise of the mastermind? What's the challenge that the mastermind solves?
1: So um, I tell the group that I have now. I tell them that uh, we should be hosting more events. I would like a minimum of um, every three months. Um, we check on how um, landing pages for event uh, planners are coming along. Are they uh, useful? Are they interesting? Are they eye-catching? Uh, we talk about how the events went. It's like a, a debrief, how your events went uh, when you posted them. Um, what was great about it? What was um, that can be changed for the next time? Um, yeah. So, uh
0: Sorry, go ahead. so you've given me kind of what they get. Mm-hmm. The question I, I, I'm trying to understand is: what's the challenge? Why would they join this mastermind? What's what's going on for them that they're like, I need this, right? So what's what's the what's the challenge?
1: So to the, uh, better their event business, uh, the debriefs really help uh, people understand what they can do for their next event, and hearing it from so- other sometimes it's really hard to see yourself. But if you see your peers, you just all of a sudden know the answer. Yep. So, But sometimes so it's part, just really hard to see yourself.
0: Okay. So the, the the part that's missing for me in the communication here is what are the pain points, right? So someone someone wants to – we typically buy things. Like we typically go to, to the doctor when there's a pain. <laughs> you know, we, we tend to buy pain more than – prevention, right? Like that's just how we are as human beings. So we're like, oh, okay, my, my foot's not working. I better go see a specialist, right? Um, but if you had taken care of your foot, you know, six months out of the hands, you probably didn't need to do that. But mm. humans being humans, um, we, we tend to go for the pain, right? So so the pain kind of moves us to, okay. Um, now, I like the, 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 the promise here, which is a better event business. I'd like more detail around that. What does that mean? You're making more revenue. You're um you know you're growing your your event business you know you're doubling your events uh, event business uh every 12 months like you know if we can get very clear around what is the vision the 12-month vision right for the person mm-hmm. then it helps them go yes i want that right so <clears throat> if you said to your kids or you know or if i said to my my, my my niece do you want to go to disneyland or do you want to go to uh starbucks right um uh, See, very quickly, you know what the what what the answer is going to (laughs) be, because the vision in their mind is that's going to be much more fun, and that's what I want, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is kind of where you want to get to with your your mastermind is like, what's the what's the Disney World vision for them? Like, I want to have an event business that's doing what in the next twelve months, right? Oh, Um, so um,
1: I get a lot about um, audience engagement. audience, um, getting the audience, audience engagement and, uh, getting sponsors.
0: For what purpose? So getting more audience engagement and getting more sponsors, what does that give them? Uh, more money. Okay. So, um, let's talk about the time element, right? How much time do they want to be investing in their business? How much time are they already spending in the business and how much time do they really want to be spending in the business? Okay.
1: So, um, they're, they're spending over uh, 40 hours in their business. And uh, what we're trying to uh, do is um, lower that a little bit. Like you get your automation so uh, precise that um, you don't need to uh, do that much.
0: All right, okay. Uh, and then there's probably something around not making the money uh, you want from your events, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, you can dig into that. I mean, that that's a, that's a very clear pain. Um, so we talk money, time. <laughs> How about um, is there anything else that's important to an event producer apart from money and time? Like, what what else? Are they, what's on their minds? What are they thinking about? And wh- what stage in life are they at, Erica? Are they sort of around our age? Are they much older? Are they younger? Where are they in their career? I
1: have a few that are over sixty. And I have
0: a few that are in their 40s. Okay, so now these they have different motivations, right? So someone who's over 60, what's their motivation for hosting these events and doing all of this?
1: They're trying to get a message out.
0: Okay, Uh, so it, it might be around impact, might be around purpose, right? Message, right? So for someone in their 40s, maybe it's about income. Maybe it's about creating something. That gives them a better life? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's to help their kids go through college, like whatever whatever it is at that stage. What's your sense? What What is it about? What's the motivation for them? Why are they doing it?
1: Um, so um, there's a lot of them in there that's already millionaires and they're oh, just really? doing it. Yeah, because they just want to do this. Um, a lot of them are focused on their message.
0: Okay. Um, so if they're already millionaires, uh then it's it's is it it's, it's not about the money
1: mm.
0: or is it about the money is it the one like what is it so you, if it's about message mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: okay um, to me you, you're gonna have to like work out okay to me there's this commonality around message right um are they feeling like their their message isn't getting out there enough is that what it is um, yeah
1: um yeah um... I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but, um, one woman, uh, her message was about telling 35 year olds about menopause and what you can do about it right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was very important for her to get it, get that message out. Um, one guy is uh, talking about, um, um, clean water and why it's important. And, um, he works with, um, whales. He's a Mm -hmm. hydrogeologist. Um, And I also think that's uh, very important. He also wants to um, train younger people to uh, take over his job one day. He says there's not too many younger people interested in clean water. So he wants to get that message out. Yeah. So um, there's another one. Um, She works with uh, people who have um, injuries uh, and can't have um, much mobility due to uh, scar tissue. She wants to let people know that There's other things besides surgery that you can do about scar tissue and get full mobility back.
0: Okay. So so this is really good stuff. So for me, I'm starting to see a theme of um, sharing an important message, making a difference, leaving some kind of legacy, um, a social mission. So to me, it's almost like you're speaking to social people who have a social impact um, agenda. Like for them, right? It's that's the thing that's driving them it's like we want Mm -hmm. to reach more people um and make a bigger impact Uh, and i think you know and and somewhere in there for some people it's going to be yes and also make money doing this right um and so that's where i think you know you come back to what's the promise (laughs) um and, and i would say Yes, yes, we want they want a better event business, but really what they really want is to, to spread their message further and wider to create, you know, to, to make a, a, a bigger difference. Right. Um, and leave a legacy. Right. So if you're an event producer who wants to do that, right, um, we can help you with that. Right. Um, and then you can get to the yes. And through this process, we'll increase your audience engagement. We'll help you get we'll find sponsors you know um generate more income these sort of things right but to me that's that's almost like a secondary to the primary which is this is actually the desire right um yeah so so if the mastermind was focused around that and if your messaging was focused around that um now you can said some of these people are millionaires right yeah so um then it's, it's around okay well who do you work with you work with people who are already financially abundant right like it's, it's you're not working with someone who's struggling at the beginning of their business and they're not making any money right because they, they wouldn't first of all they wouldn't have the funds to, to pay for your membership anyway um your mastermind and then and then secondly they're just not the right people right yeah. so you may have content out there because you're putting out a lot of content that they could certainly uh you know access for free and they can sign up for your newsletter and these sort of things so you can support those people in that way um but we're coming back to the business, right, of, of what you're doing. Um, and for you to hit your targets, you're going to need to um, really, really narrow down to this is who who I support, right? Um, you've narrowed out business coaches. They're probably not ideal for you. So I would say, well, let's cross them out, right? Um,
1: they were nice people. They just wanted me to work for free. Yeah.
0: Then that's not your ideal client, and, that, and that's fine that's fair. Okay. Um, like I said, you could do, you know, you could do an article or a video on that. That is like, if you're a business coach, watch this video and this is what you're going to learn, blah, blah. And, and then if you want to go and sign up for my mastermind, you can, whatever, but um, I would focus more on these event producers who are going after the legacy, right. Who are after the impact, right. Um, who already are running. What I'd like you to do as an action step would be to, to go to these, these people and say how much, excuse me how much uh revenue is your business already making in the last has made in the last 12 months and, and really understand from each one of these people um the size of business so when so when you can go very clearly articulate that you help million dollar businesses you know or you know one hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollar businesses you know like if you can sort of narrow down to this is who I support um, or who this who this mastermind is for because here's another thing when you have a mastermind you don't want to have a situation where you have someone who's just starting out in the mastermind you have someone who's already been in the business for five years and and you know is, is making you know a million dollars a year um those the, the conversations aren't going to be as powerful right so so and the person that's in the <laughs> you don't want a situation with the person who's been doing really well and is that kind of more advanced there they're going i'm feeling like i'm here coaching the beginner like and and that's 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 it's not a you know unless they really want the mentorship role um that's not really going to work right because they want to be in the mastermind so they can you know get their results right and they want to mm-hmm. be around people who can push them further and usually that means that they've got to have people at a similar level or just above them right so if you think about you know putting these 20 people in a room together right they all need to be at a similar level or, or within you know um does that make sense
1: yeah um when i was putting it together the mastermind has actually been together for about three years uh, we've had people come and go Um the yep. like, before i got the structure um we all um sat around uh, napoleon hills uh mastermind or mm. yeah
0: yeah so i've <clears throat> been running for three years have you had any um have you got a sales page for the mastermind because this is that's not what's on here this is all like summit
1: but it is a book like a boss page. I haven't yeah. too long set it up, so I set it up just um, um, like the last week of last month.
0: Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do about these virtual summit packages? Like is this still something you want to offer? Or Because to me, if that, the core product is uh, the mastermind, then I would focus all your attention and promotion on getting people into the mastermind, right? And, okay. and that is to focus prime and center. Because when you do this thing where you're like, I've got this mastermind, but then I've also got this virtual summit consulting thing, and I've also got this other thing here, uh, people get confused, right? And and, and you're also, you know, what I'd like for you is let's fill your mastermind, 20 people paying 1K a month, right? Um, you're making 20K a month, that's great. All right, and then now you've got, um, you can focus all your time and energy on supporting that group, right? Because, you know, the second that those people start getting wins right so mm-hmm. they've they're able they've secured their first sponsor they've they've reached you know they, they've they've reached another thousand people you know with their message they' they've um whatever it may they've, they've instead of spending forty hours per month on their business they're now doing you know thirty hours a month or twenty hours a month in their business so once they get in, they're getting this they're reporting back to you these are kind of the results they're getting right mm-hmm. they become very solid case studies right <coughs> and they become evidence that the mastermind works. Um, and so what happens is then they're gonna let their people know, oh, you know, hey, I'm, I'm part of Erica's mastermind. If you know, if you want some help, this has been really valuable for me. Why don't you come along, right? When there's a spot that's available, right? Um, and it's also easier for you to, um, yeah, direct energy towards that. Does that make sense? Like it, it, what I'm feeling right now is if I go to this page and thanks for I sent you the um, link to the uh, mastermind. Okay. Um, oops, I don't, well, we'll have a look at that. Oh, this one. Okay. Cool. Now you've said, let's come back to the, the challenge you kind of, you, you when you e- emailed me for this conversation, you said, okay, people were struggling with jargon. You're talking about automation, RSS feeds, streaming, setting up, and these sort of things. Um, you also sound like speaking oh, with business okay. coaches. So so you've, so you've we're ruling this out. We're saying that you're not speaking with business coaches and you're speaking to event producers, right? Yeah. Um, that's a good shift, okay? Um, then now this second challenge here, which is don't lead with these, these terms, right? Like for me... Um, you would educate people about those terms, but in the conversation, right? Take me, let's, we're going to do a quick role play. Um, and I'd like to, you know, maybe the next five or 10 minutes, um, let's pretend that I'm an event producer. and I'm running events once every quarter (laughs) or that's my plan anyway. Um, and yeah, I'm in that demographic. I want to increase my, my revenue. I want to make a bigger impact. I've got a strong message that i want to share with the world um and i want to reach the right people right with these events okay um so take me through you know i've just booked a discovery call with you um take me through that conversation what would that look like
1: so um, when you book a discovery call there's like a questionnaire that um you would answer and we would go over that and one of the questions one of the first questions is um What's an event, uh, an online event that you went to that you really enjoyed, and do you want to duplicate that for yourself?
0: Okay. What was
1: the
0: <laughs> yep. So I I I'll answer that. So um, CMX ran a summit last year or the year before, um, and they had I don't even know how many people signed up. They had a lot of people, like we're talking thousands. Um, and the speakers are high caliber. It ran for it was a multi day. I think it ran for a couple of days. Um, and that, that would be a really, yeah, really great kind of event for me to run.
1: Okay. So, um, was it, um, via zoom, um, air Me? what kind of platform was it
0: on? Um, none of the ones you've just mentioned. I think they had, cause oh, I think the, the platform's called Bevy because that, that's the company that, um, so I don't know. Yeah. I think that's what the platform's called. It, it, it seems much more sophisticated than, than most tools I've seen. Like Because that, that, it had things like you could do uh, virtual roundtables and you could do um, even a photo booth where you can jump in and like do selfies and things like this. So it, it was quite, yeah, I hadn't seen anything like that before, actually.
1: So is that a platform you would be interested in using or would you want something similar to it? do you have access to
0: it? Okay. So I'm going to pause right now in this conversation. So this is the discovery conversation, right? So coach hat back on here. Um, You're starting to coach me, right? (laughs) Um, And when you're having a discovery call, right? The second you start coaching, right? What happens from the other end is they feel like they're getting, they're already getting the value they feel like they're already getting the answers. Right. Um, cause if we get down to the technology and we're looking at these things, right. You, you're, you're, you're very much, your conversation is very much at, at a logical level, right? Everything's about logically. This is how it works. You're getting into the how of the situation. Right. Um, what you haven't talked to me about is, uh, what are my challenges? Okay. What, what's, what is my goal for my business? Right. What, what's the vision of where I want to be in the next 12 months, right? Um, so I suggest that you would start the conversation there, right? So if you said to me, "And give me an idea of where you want to be in the next four months with your business, right? Um, let's try that.
1: Okay. Anthony, where do you want to be in your business in the next four months?
0: So I would want to... Um, so if I'm thinking about where my business is right now, <clears throat> I would want to triple the amount of money that I'm making through um, the business. And I'd like to have an event once a quarter that brings in sales, right? Um, and helps me achieve that target. And also in terms of my time, I'm doing 40 hours a month on, in the business. That's just too much time and energy invested. Um, like I, I'd like to bring that down. So if I could do it in, in half the amount of time, that would be amazing.
1: How
0: do you see a uh, virtual summit um, doing that for you? Okay, all right. So um, yeah, I think it's, for me, it's about growing growing the audience, right? Getting more potential um, customers for my business. Um, also potential partners that I could collaborate with who could potentially be referral partners. Um, and I do have some products I recommend. So maybe there could be some affiliate commissions Uh, Based on product recommendations as well, that I could use the summit for. Okay.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm not. Yeah. There you go. I was going to say, I guess I'm not familiar with um, these types of questions because. I like to do things i like to get it done like- <laughs> and
0: absolutely absolutely so here's where, where we're coming to the challenge right because you're the specialist and you're the technical expert <laughs> you like to jump straight there with the client you go let's go to that conversation but what you haven't addressed is the emotional the desire right of the person and you know so we had a, so when you start off with what's what are you trying to achieve what's the business all about you know why are you doing it right now you're getting into, like, I've shared some real things like financial time. You know, if you said, okay, well, if you were able to cut down from 40 hours a month to 30 hours a month, what would you do with that other 10 hours a month? Like, what would you do that time? And you might discover, oh, actually, I'd spend more time with my wife and we'd go on some cool trips and we, uh, you know, or, or if I've got kids, I might want to, you know, do some fun things with my kids and, be, and, and take them to school and, and, you know, do stuff with them on the weekend, which is really what it's about for me right? Um, so now we're getting into the human motivation and the, mo- and the, the emotional stuff, um, which is really what drives us, yeah? Um, and so, so now when I feel as a prospective client that you care because you're asking me these questions about who I am and what are my motivations, right? Instead of jumping straight into, let's talk about, hey, Summit and all these different tools, right? Because once you go there with me, you've lost me right? Because then my mind goes into overwhelm because it goes into, oh my gosh, like you're talking about Zoom and these things and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's so, you know, but you're not talking about after human being. You're not talking about, you know. um, That's true. As soon as you told me what the goal was, I feel like I can can run uh,
1: full speed blindfolded and get there.
0: There you go. Right. Okay. (laughs) So, So then, but before you jump into telling me that, right where where you could go to next would be okay well that's your vision great awesome okay and you could you know uh, dig in a little bit more just to understand more about the vision right okay um, what would you be doing differently right if we if we were able to to get that in the next four months together right um and then then you move into okay what's your current situation like what's it look like right now in your business right and then i would tell you i'd go okay well well ask me the question erica was it look
1: like uh, currently in your business
0: Okay, so right now (laughs) I'm doing about 40 hours a month. I'm feeling stressed. Uh, I'm not making the money I want from my events. Um, I just find it too hard to put on an event because I remember last time I did a, you know, it was a four-day summit and I had four team members, part-time or volunteers, and it just was so much. And I was also working my my day job full-time as well. So it was just um, by, by the, you know, even before I got to the end of the event, I was already spent, right? Um, and then, you know, I didn't make any money from the summit. So I, I felt like, oh my gosh, you know, what was this really, I mean, I made a little bit of money, but I didn't make nearly what I wanted from it. Um, so, you know, I just, it just put a bad taste in my mouth. Right. Um, <coughs> so now you go, so how, now, now that you've heard that Erica, what's going through your mind or what are you feeling?
1: I want to tell you the answers.
0: Okay. All right. So you go. <laughs> okay. So before you jump into the answers, you rein, reinstate what you just heard, right? So you go, okay, well, here's what I'm hearing, right? You're doing, you're spending too much time, too much energy. It's taking you away from the things you really want to do. Um, you don't have the team to do it, right? Um, is that correct? Yeah. So you're kind of reinstating, right? This is just active listening. And so I go, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And this is what, as you're listening, you're probably taking notes. Like I, this is what I do. I take notes. Yeah. And you go, okay is that correct great okay now the next question is the super powerful question right the next question is okay if 12 months from now this hasn't changed how would you feel
1: i've heard that one before
0: right Um, (laughs) yeah so how do you think i would feel if i was stuck in this space for the next 12 months or two years or five years yeah if, if you if you were me, Erica, what would how would you feel about that? What what would your reaction be?
1: Well, um, I th- I do think and believe that there's an answer for everything. I do believe that the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and expecting a different result. But uh, I do know that there's a uh, an answer out there. So for yeah. me, I would keep trying, and I, I think you would too.
0: But at which point would you say it's probably? Y- y- It's not working and you need to try something different at which point you know would it feel like you know in my case i'm i have a wife who's supporting me through all of this like when does that become too stressful for her right to see her partner not being able to achieve the goals that they want to achieve and and create the life that they want uh, and just being buried in the business right
1: well i'm assuming and i know you're not supposed to assume but that's why you came to me because you want to help
0: okay there you go boom right so um i think your natural reaction is oh my god this stuff is so emotional let's not let's try and avoid it and go to the technical right but when when you can help the client connect to the, the emotion of it all and where they are and if they're feeling stuck and they're feeling like I need to move this um, <laughs> then it becomes and then then you're the person that says okay I get it you don't want to be in that same spot in the next 12 months um, you know is this of importance to you to, to, to make some changes soon right um, and, and they can if they come back to you and say yeah I don't want to be here 12 months from now or, or 18 months from now or two years from now. Right. Um, then, then you kind of have, you've reached a point with, with, the prospective client where they're like, okay, I just need a solution now. Yeah. And then that's where you can say what you were about, what you're wanting to say, which is, okay, well, I have a, ro- a way to help you out of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can help you. I feel I'm very, I'm confident that we can get you there, you know, within and you need a realistic time frame. Don't promise six months. You can't do it in six months. Um, you know. But if, but if you can say, well, within 12 months, we can move you. And we might, we might not get you to all the things you want on your checklist, right? <laughs> but we can do certainly save you time because um, you know once you implement the automations, you're going to bring down some of that, that's, those times already. Um, money, once you help them with some money strategies for the events, they're going to increase revenue. Okay, excellent. Um, and then impact an audience so one of the things i said was i want to increase the the audience right and you know well once we present some of these strategies for audience building um and and how to market your events properly then then we can increase you know that as well for you right so Mm -hmm. so you would circle back to all those challenges that you wrote down these were the challenges and go okay for each one of these challenges right here's how 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 i can help you or how how i can help you address these things right Um, but when you're doing that don't go too detailed, right? So I wouldn't go down to, we'd implement missing uh, like this tool and this tool and blah, blah, blah. Like don't go into all of that because that that just, again, you're bringing them, if they're in emotional space in that conversation and you pull them to logical, right? You lose them, right? So So what you want to do is address emotion with emotion, right? So the way I think about it is you're talking to your child and your child just fell over and they're crying, right? And you go, well, let me tell you all about missing letter right um like that's not an... <laughs> so you're laughing right so what's uh, a what, the, what the, how would you naturally respond to a child falling over and crying what would you do in that scenario what would you say to them I usually say moo
1: <laughs> because I, make, I make fun a lot um and I, I aggravate him but um he gets me yeah. and he does the same thing to me but that that's us but I, I do make sure he's all
0: right but, but beautiful, right? So you you respond to emotion with emotion, and it, and that's okay. That it, it could be joy, it could be humor, it could be laughter. That's fine. <laughs> in a in a discovery core or sales conversation, same thing. You're responding to emotion with emotion. You don't go from emotion to logical. Like you know, if you said to the child, well, was your leg broken?" Right, um, <laughs> which is a very logical thing to say, right? Um, you know, if you said it in a funny way, it's different. But if you were like, Well, your leg's not broken, so why are you crying? Right? So so that 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 doesn't help the situation, does it? So um, but if they feel like, oh you care, here come here, I'll give you a hug, or you know, whatever, like, you know, tell you tell you jokes, that's fine. So same thing, right? Um doesn't matter. Here's here's the, the secret to all of this. Doesn't matter whether they're six year old six years old or sixty years old. Right? <laughs> all right. We're still the same. We're still humans. We still want to feel like the other person cares, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that conversation, if you went and did the motherly thing and said, okay, well, I'm hearing these are your challenge. Well, um, we have ways that, that we can address each one of these challenges. Let's talk through those and you give <coughs> um, an idea of how you would do that, right? So um, so you're saying you got 40 hours per month in your business currently, right? Okay, yeah. Well, we have tools or ways to, to bring that down, okay? Don't go into what the tools are. Right, you just stop there. Um, you say you're not making money from events. Well, I've got three strategies that we can help imp- help you implement. Um, you know, over the next ninety days, that's going to help you increase your income. Um, stop there. Don't tell them what the strategies are. Right. Um, so you, you, you're you're addressing each point without going into let's start coaching the person and giving all the answers. Right. Um, how do you feel about that?
1: It's
0: really good yeah okay because now <laughs> what you've done i know where you want to get to in the next four months i know where your current blocks and challenges are we've already discussed an action plan here are th- four f- three different things we can do over the next 90 days or 12 months to get you there right okay um now then you in really now at this point um uh does this does this sound like something that would work for you okay and you let them respond yeah you let them respond to the question Right, And this is the same thing that happens when you walk into a doctor's office or, or your, your GP and you say, I have a problem, right? Or they ask you, Erica, what's wrong with you? Right? And you go, oh, I'm feeling this, right? My arm's hurting. And then you go, okay. Then, then they start diagnosing the problem. Okay, what, what have you been doing? Have you been sleeping wrong? Have you been playing sport? Have you been, what, what's going on, right? Um, and then once they do that, at the end, once they've done the diagnosis, what do they do? They go, well, here's the next step. Right, you're going to uh, get an injection for this, or you're going to get this pill, or you're going to sleep more, or you're going to eat better, whatever it is. They give you, they give you an action plan, right? Um, and then typically you sign off on that, and you go, okay, right. So th- this is, you know, in the sales process, you're doing exactly the same thing. You've diagnosed the problem. You're going here are the, the here's the roadmap on how we're going to address the problem, right? Um, does that sound good to you? And, you know, if you've done that well, they'll go, yeah, okay. Uh, and then you say, okay, well, uh, is there anything else you'd like to know at this point in time, All right? Um, why do you think I'm asking that question?
1: So you can move them to the next step?
0: Yeah, okay. And also, by doing that, where, where am I putting the um, ownership of the conversation?
1: Uh, in their hands.
0: Right. Because as the buyer, what do you want most in, in, in the buying process? Um,
1: for them to convert?
0: Right. No, as the buyer. You're the one who's okay. buying something.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I want the answer to uh, my problems.
0: You want the control, don't you? You want oh, to control okay. where you put your money, how you spend the money, right? You want to control, like, right? People don't like the pushy sales car used car salesperson why because the that person assumes the control they're like Mm -hmm. you need this buy this now we're going to give you like they're controlling that conversation the whole time and you feel like hey i've not been involved in that conversation like you just keep pushing this car on me that i don't want right um (laughs) which is a different experience to the salesperson who's like here's two different models right here's pros and cons of each model and why don't you test drive both and then you tell me which one you like right that's a very different experience isn't it because now you're feeling like you're the one actually in control right uh, what the what the seller's done is been very intelligent to say well i'm not going to push you one way or the other i'm going to let you decide yeah um and so in when you're having your discovery call you're doing the same thing i'm going to let you decide on what you what you want to know next and they go well how do we get started um what is the cost right mm-hmm. um or if if they don't if not answer in that way, then you could say, well, would you like to know how how um, what are the next steps from here? Right? Mm-hmm. Again, would you like to know? Right, and rather than let me tell you how it all works and let me tell you the price and, and how much and where you pay right now. Right? Um, now <laughs> in a previous interview I did with Deborah Zahn, who's she's a genius at consulting in the consulting world. Um, and helping consultants make more money um, and free up time, all these things. She said something which is very smart, which is that she ne- she advises her clients to never give the price on the discovery conversation, right? Um, instead, or push for the sale on that discovery, what, what she recommends is send a summary of the conversation you've had, right? Bullet point your your vision 12-month vision is this your current challenges are this right here's the roadmap that that and and how I can help you address these things right um, and then here's um, the investment and here's some information about you know our, our mastermind program right or, or, or my proposed solution for this problem right um, and then you might you may uh, let them book another call to talk about that right um, or you might just give them some space to to evaluate right? Um, and so there's two ways to go about that and you can test test them. One is to actually run them through the mastermind and all those things. I think it's too much in that initial discovery conversation. Um, I, I think it's like they're just getting a feel for who you are and you're getting a feel for who they are um, and if you both walk away from that conversation feeling like, yeah, I really, I think that call went really well. I could see myself working with this person, yeah? So, so it, it, you know, and I'd like to learn more right so you know if you end the call with hey would you want me to send you some more information on how it all works um you know pricing logistics all that kind of stuff and they go yep excellent then you do that yeah um and it's not a push sale. it's like i'm going to give the information that you need to make a decision and, and one thing you need to close off with is and i'll follow up right within three days or two days just to see how you're feeling about it right so you have to own the follow-up because you can't rely on a client to always come back after you've sent them information, yeah, because you know um, you have to own the follow up, and that's really where a lot of the the sales happens is in that follow up. So, all right, we've covered a lot. I want to just uh, check in with you, Erica. Where you're at? Right? How you feeling about this conversation? Um, what's been the key takeaway for you?
1: Um, match emotion with emotions. Don't mm. pull, go straight into the how because that can be uh, confusing
0: yeah right <laughs> because you yeah as the logical the expert the practitioner it's easy for us to go straight into the let's go into solution mode right here he's he's the technology he's the automation let's talk about crms let's talk about these things uh once you start throwing all that language to these people <laughs> rss feeds right their brain just goes what are you talking about right <laughs> um why does this even matter to me you know um that stuff that comes later, right? Like that stuff is once they join the mastermind, now we get into let's talk about, okay, each one of these things. Do you want more time? Automation. If you want uh, an RSS feeds, do you want you know, um, a better way to reach audience? We can talk about streaming, right? If you want um, to you know, grow your audience, get sponsors whatever, let's talk about the setup of the event, how that works, right? And we'll do some training around that. Right, so um, that that can be in your like, that stuff could should be on your sales page for the mastermind, right? Like each one of those things are a solution to a specific problem, right? Um, and that should be laid out on, on the sales page. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. I'm glad I talked yeah. to you before September, so I can rewrite my <laughs> uh,
0: page. <laughs> awesome they said so now when you're having these event producers on your show and you stop recording and you have a chat with them so i'm putting on this event um and we're going to help people who are wanting to um you know create more impact through the events that build a legacy maybe grow their team maybe you know whatever these things are have an important message to share right uh and, and uh, maybe struggling with spending too much time on the events not making enough money whatever these things are um uh, is that of interest to you right um and let them talk about it let them tell tell you what are their you know what's their biggest challenge with, with the way they're doing events at the moment right um so okay cool well you know um how much is that now here's the question we're coming back to just one thing before we wrap up is around the pricing of the product right so if you're charging 14.97 and i know it's not confirmed but if you were going to at that price point um, you need to address the objection if there's an objection to that price point because the, the, the first thing that, that will happen typically is when, when when you put out a price like that, in their mind, they're going, what do I get out of, like, what do I get for that amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the value, right? And so then you need to translate in your sales page or in your conversation with with, with each individual, you need to translate, okay, you're paying, you're investing 14 dollars right? But <clears throat> how much is an hour of your time worth? Okay. Um, You know, and and if you're spending, uh, how much time are you spending on your events currently, right? Uh, If you're spending 40 hours per month on your events, uh, you know, how much do you charge per hour or what's your hourly rate or whatever? Get a calculation and go. If we were able to, you know, if you, you know, if we were, if you say they were $100 per hour, right? Um, Okay. If we were to save you 10 hours per month, right? That's $1,000 a month that we've saved you in terms of costs. Yeah. Um, and you're paying $14.97, right? And you're going to get these additional bonuses and whatever else, right? Is that worth it to you? So now you're kind of helping them understand on a monetary level what their return on the investment is, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if you, <laughs> another way to go about it is, you know, if you were to put on the event and you were able to double the amount of sales that you made on the last event, all right? What does that equate to? And they say to you, "Well, if we we'll were able to do that, then that's going to be another twenty thousand dollars in revenue, right?" And you go, "Would you invest fourteen ninety seven to generate twenty thousand dollars? Right? That that's a logical no brainer, right? For me, it's like, well, if that's what's going to happen, right, and then you're going to give me some strategies to help me do that, then yes, I would invest in that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so." You just want to understand the financial implications for each individual, help them understand, right? Um, what's the return on investment on, on investing into your event? And this is the same for the mastermind, right? If you sent me an email saying, we've had the great conversation already, the discovery call, you've done your follow-up, you say the, the mastermind's going to be $1,000 per month, right? Um, but in your messaging, you also said, well, your goal, based on our conversation, you wanted to double the amount of sales you made over the next 12 months, right? Now, if you paid, you know, uh, $1,000 a month, but you were generating another $5,000 per month, right, um, or, or per quarter, right? If you paid you know, $3,000 per quarter and you made 20 grand from that, right, is that a good return for you? And they go, hell yeah. Okay, great. Join the mastermind, right? So, so it, it's, right, this is where you're combining the emotion and the logic. See? So you're operating on two levels. Right, so um, does that make sense in terms of just the pricing conversation and and how to kind of communicate that, so then the other person understands what they're really investing in? Yeah. So um,
1: this would be like a a video on a a landing page. Yeah, you could do them individually.
0: I I would suggest you. you, um, I wouldn't have that conversation as a video. I would actually have that on. on a call with people, like like take them like to sell. Maybe start with having a few calls with some people first, like maybe just like five people. Have the conversation in a call, um, and then once you've done that, then you can translate that into a video because now you've had feedback from individuals on you know, um, so you've had the reactions and you've seen how people react to that, right? Um, the, the problem with going straight to a video. Is that you can't anticipate how people respond to the video, right? Because mm. they're not going to. Most likely, they're not going to put comments, right, and say, "Oh, uh, I have these questions." But at least if you're speaking to five or ten people um, about it, and you're like, "Okay, you know, this is this investment. This is you know, um, help. Let me understand. You know how how we we can help you get the, the maximum value from this event, right?" Um, and if you're investing this amount of money, what are you to, hoping to get on the other side? And then you'll get these answers. Then once you have those those answers from these individuals, you can then incorporate that into your video, right? So you can say, oh, okay, like here's, here's a few things I've spoken to different people and they've said these, said, you know, oh, if they could do achieve this outcome, then this investment is a no-brainer, right? So <laughs> it's even better if you can get, you know, what, by having those five or 10 conversations, record them and, and maybe even have asked permission to, to share, you know, bits of those, those conversations. If people allow you to do that, you can then actually have that as the video on your sales page, right? You can actually have, you know, here's what Margaret thought about this, here's what whatever. And especially if they agree to, you know, signing up for the event, right. For anyone, anyone who becomes a buyer, um, say, Hey, that was really cool. Do you mind if I, if I share a bit of that, um, you know, Uh, or or if not the actual video can i quote you what you said right um it's always powerful when when people hear from the other person and not from the person selling the product right this is why i'm so big on case studies but um yeah uh, either way i I would start with just having let's get 10 conversations with 10 people who potentially might want to sign up for your 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 two-day event Collect feedback Hopefully, you tell, you, you, some of those people become buyers, um, and from the buyers, you, you can then, either way, you're going to get good information that you can use to create your video that okay. you put on the sales page. Yeah, um, and I wouldn't put it like uh, in terms of your landing page. I wouldn't put it at the top. I'd put that down in the like frequently asked questions. You know, um, what do I get for my investment? Right, um, and then that's where you'd have the video. Right, uh, and, and people who have the question can check out, check it out in the FAQ session. I wouldn't lead with that, because um, okay. again, that's a logical conversation. I wouldn't. We want to come back to emotion match emotion, right? What's the event really helping me to do, right? What are the challenges? And if you highlight, this is what the event helps you to achieve. This is the ch- these are the challenges that event producers uh, typically face, right? This is how this summit's going to help address those things. Yeah, uh, and this is the investment. Yeah, um, you, you've got a, you've got a landing page structure, so that's fine. Does that help? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, any last thoughts before we we end the session?
1: So I think um, I will go to my group and I will ask them if they would like to join a mini session and I will talk to them about uh, the mastermind and then I will give feedback.
0: Excellent. Okay. So that's your one key action. When are you going to do that? Um. Today. Oh, excellent! <laughs> all right. So, um, I would like from you uh, just a follow-up email uh, next week, um, maybe Monday um, or whenever you you can do that. Just had a chat with my my, my people. This is what what came out of that conversation, all right? Um, and this is what this is what you're going to do next. Um, okay. Awesome. And of course, you've got you can access the, the replay of this conversation, so you can go back through. So I know there was a lot of stuff there, uh, but for me. Um, yeah, I I noticed the, the key thing for me was as someone who's logically minded and, and like solution oriented, it's very easy for us to go there with people and take people there. But when we're talking about sales and generating income and revenue and getting people to buy into our product or service, uh, we have to come back to human with human, what's going on on an emotional level for them, right? Um, and, and avoid all that technical stuff because as soon as you go in there, <laughs> um it's like oh my gosh right uh you leave the technical until they made the purchase that that's when it comes into it yeah uh if you just made that one adjustment erica you're gonna do really well so uh awesome okay thank you for joining us and thank you for the honesty and for sharing today and uh uh, i know this has been valuable for you yeah it has i appreciate it all right awesome okay so everyone if you're interested in uh checking out what Erica is doing and and learning more about her upcoming summits, then just head over to talk-virtual.com or you can find Erica Bates on LinkedIn. Uh, Erica's got a show happening there every week and uh, she's all over the socials. Uh, So we'll put some links in the show notes. You can connect with her. Uh, And of course, if you are interested in getting some coaching yourself, uh, let me know, just head over to simplecreditmarketing.com forward slash live audit. And in there you can apply to be a guest on the show and, and get some, business consulting and marketing consulting as well. Thank you, everyone, and thank you, Erica.
1: Thanks.
0: Are you looking for a way to grow your B2B business or software company? Well, how about learning some of the best tips for content marketing, connecting with potential partners, and pitching your business? Well, if that's you and it sounds great, I invite you to join us on our upcoming b2b content marketing q a and speed dating podcast party this is a live zoom call for our community members and listeners to our podcast that can come along and you'll get to interact learn something new and then also have a chance to get expert advice and make valuable connections all right the session will be recorded and uh, published on our authentic influence podcast all right so register now and join us live on zoom the next event is coming up in a few weeks time just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party that's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party to register there's only 15 spots so if you want to jump in uh, go ahead and do that today hope to see you there real soon Hey, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end. You've made it. Um, really appreciate you for doing so. I hope you got some value out of this conversation. And I wanted to leave you with just a, uh, a quick gift for making it this far. All right, I've got some tools and training um, to become an authentic leader and to grow your business and influence online for you. Just head over to authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift and that's authenticinfluence.co forward slash gift and you can access all the goodies right there. Again, thanks for listening and uh if you did get something great out of this, please share this particular episode. Uh, I'd love to have more people listen to this conversation and learn more about this particular podcast. Thank you again. Chat with you real soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the Authentic Influence podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co.